You're listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 41. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hello, pet business owners. I hope you are doing great and you're enjoying the year so far. This is podcast 41. Today, I'm going to be talking with Alexis, and I will be sharing a little bit more about that before we dive into her coaching session here. But before I do, I did want to let you know that starting on March 1st, 2019, and going until March 31st, 2019, I am doing a book photo contest. There will be amazing prizes for the winner of the photo contest. This is the eighth year that I have run this contest, and every year I do it, and it's so fun. So you may be wondering, what is this photo contest? So basically, you take a picture of the book, one of the books that I've written, and include your pet in the photo if you want. You can include yourself. I've had pet business owners get super creative with whatever kind of picture they take. It's hilarious. So, and it's fun. I think you guys are going to find that when you're taking these pictures, you're going to be smiling and laughing because it's so silly and it's almost like the sillier the better. Bring it on. I can handle it. <laughs> so, anyway, how do you submit your photo? So, you can do it in a number of ways. You can post it on Instagram and tag me at petbizcoach. That's who I am on Instagram. You can also tag me on Facebook, Kristen Morrison on Facebook or on any one of the number of business pages I have, including Prosperous Pet Business, Six Figure Pet Business Academy, Six Figure Pet Sitting Academy. If you're in one of my Facebook groups, like Prosperous Pet Business, you are welcome to post it in there. You can also email it to me if you prefer to do that at thrive at sfpbacademy.com or info at prosperouspetbusiness.com. So between the days of March 1st through March 31st, the contest expires and ends at midnight on March 31st. You can submit your photo, please only one photo, okay, per pet business owner. So you're gonna have to choose which one you like. And I'm going to be sending out a survey to have pet business owners choosing the winner. There will be three winners, first, second, and third place. It's a great way to get some publicity because I'm going to be posting, you know, the winning photos as well as the other photos too. I tend to post those on Instagram and you'll get a lot of love from pet business owners for your pictures. So please don't be shy, have fun. And I tend to get a flurry of people at the last minute sending pictures, and sometimes they miss the deadline. So it's only good for the month of March 2019. 
And if you're listening to this, you know, years from now, just know that every year I do it, it's either February, March, or April. So you'll just have to send me an email if you're curious when the next photo contest is, if you've missed this one. But I'm really looking forward to your pictures. And you can take a picture with any book I have. So some of you may be wondering, well, what books do you have? So I've written four books. I have a new book coming out very soon in the summertime, 2019. I'm going to be sharing more about that in the next podcast. I'm super excited about it. It's about a pain point that a lot of pet business owners go through in their business and when they're trying to take their business to the next level. And so the book will be all about that. So I'll share more about it in the podcast next episode. But for now, the books that I have available for you to take a picture with, you can take a picture with one or all four of them. The most newest book is 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business. And the other books that I have available are Prosperous Pet Business, Six Figure Pet Business, and Six Figure Pet Sitting. Those books are available in ebook format. I'll be including a link to the ebooks in the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 41. That is the number 41. And again, it's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 41. And you'll be able to see the different ebooks. You can take a picture with an ebook. You know, on your Kindle, you can take a picture with a paperback book. The paperback books are available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever you get books. So I know a lot of you already have the books. You don't need to buy a new book to take a picture. You can just take a picture with whatever book of mine that you have. One of the four books or all four. So the second thing I want to tell you guys, every two weeks... I release a podcast and I love doing it. It does take a lot of time and energy and money, but I love it and it really is fulfilling to me. And I know I've heard from a number of you that it really is something that you look forward to every Wednesday morning when it gets released every other Wednesday. And so what I ask of you is those of you that are experiencing getting some help and some relief from some of your own challenges. If you would be willing to write a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. It really does help pet business owners find the podcast. The more reviews there are, the more likely it'll pop up in a pet business owner's podcast feed. And I really want as many pet business owners as possible to be helped buy this free podcast that I release and it just would mean so much to me if you would be willing to just take a moment to write a review. So how do you write a review? You know, where can you find it? So basically what you can do is on iTunes, if you're on iTunes, you can click on that magnifying button. Even if you have subscribed to Prosperous Pet Business, the easiest way to write a review is to click on that magnifying button and put Prosperous Pet Business. That will bring it up and then click on it. And then from there, you scroll down and you'll see write a review. And even if it's just one sentence, it would just be 
amazing and wonderful if you'd be willing to do that. Thank you so much. And now I want to talk just a little bit about this next coaching client before we dive in. So Alexis has had her pet sitting and dog walking business for 10 years. The podcast title is Getting Clients is Not the Problem. (laughs) It's just not. She has the ability to bring in clients like nobody's business, okay? But she's really having a hard time finding good staff members, which is, you know, causing her business to not be as successful as she'd like it to be. And because she doesn't have enough staff members, she is feeling so burned out. So... Before I tell you more, we are just going to dive in to her coaching session. Are you ready? Here we go. All right, Alexis. Yay, you sound super clear. Okay, good. I'm so sorry about that. Don't worry. That's fine. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your business and what you're struggling with. So I've had a small dog walking business in Boston for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And when I first started the business, I envisioned it as just being a one-woman show. And yep. that lasted for a couple months, and I realized that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And so I brought on some help. But I've never had more than, say, five people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the company has stayed small because I haven't been hiring. So it's sort of you know like the vicious circle yep. that I don't hire more people, and then the business stays small. And Yeah, we can only grow our companies as big as, you know, the amount of people that we're willing to hire. Because at a certain right. point, the mar- you know, you can only do so much marketing in order to have the staff be able to cover it. And then you have to right. turn people away. And yeah. I've always, you know, from day one, been turning people away. I've, mm-hmm. I've never had the issue that oh, I need to do more marketing to get more inquiries. It's always been, I haven't been able, yeah. you know, I've, I've had to turn people away. Uh-huh. And at this point, I feel like the economy, the labor market is so tight that mm-hmm. I kick myself when I look back at how maybe picky I might have been in the past when I was mm-hmm. looking for people to join my team because mm-hmm. now I'd give my right arm to have yeah. some of those same people that, I didn't bring on board previously. Okay. Well, just so you know, the time is now, girl. So here we are in the present moment. Yep. And you get to create a new experience for yourself. Right. And you're still going to find great people. Um, It's true. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know, the labor market isn't what it used to be. It can be a little harder to find people. But the thing is is that what you have on your side is that it's a really, people perceive it as a really fun job. So it's easier for you to hire than, say, the burger place down the street, you know? Right, right. So you have that going for you. Now, you know, the key will be, obviously, to hire really great people who are responsible, reliable, and who stay with you for a while. Right. So... Let's talk about that. So it sounds like you're wanting to hire people. Well, um, I actually did successfully hire a few people right before 
the holiday. And had I not found them, though, I was almost, you know, sort of at my wit's end. And I fear that if I, you know, lose these, you know, couple good people that I've brought on, you know, I'm going to be floundering again. Yeah, okay. So one of the things that you'll want to do is to actually have a monthly practice of hiring people. Um, And what I mean by that is it can't be something that you do once somebody quits. Right. It really, you need to have more people than you actually need. Okay. You know, because you have so many client calls coming in, you have a great problem, and I say problem in quotes, you know, it's wonderful. And yet the big problem for you is not having enough people. So it's like, you know, having a boat filled with water and you've got a leaky boat, you know, you've got to stop the leak so that you're able to actually take on the people, you know, and that are calling you and not turning away business. Because, you know, there's two definitions of success. You know, one is trying to get clients and a lot of pet sitters and dog walkers aren't successful at that and you are. You know, congratulations. The other definition of success is being able to hire really well and to have as many people as you need and even more. And so what I want to do with you is to have both of those definitions of success working. And then there's no end to where you can go. You know, it'll be unlimited. Right. So I guess I, I mean, I'd never thought of that well, really in terms of sort of having a monthly hiring practice, and I think I have, you know, sort of waited for someone to leave to then replace that person usually. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I fear is, so I, you know, I just brought on a few great people, and but I don't want to then take, if I were to hire someone else that I don't really necessarily need yet, uh-huh. right. then I'm going to take work away from those people and then they'll mm-hmm. leave. Like, what if the good people that I already have leave because I just took work away from them? I hear you. So one thing that you want to do, and this is an important hiring question to ask when you're interviewing them, new people that you're going to hire. And this is a good question to ask the current two people that you have. How much do you need to make per week doing part-time okay. work? doesn't right. mean that they're actually going to get that, but how much do they actually need to bring in or would they like to bring in? Right. And so that's something that really needs to be clarified before you be, bring in any more people. And again, it doesn't mean if they give you a big amount like $1,000 a week, it doesn't mean that you have to say, I'm sorry, it's not a good fit. You just need to let them know that's not realistic, you know, right. for your company. And I had... When I sold my business, I had 35 people on staff. And they were all, with the exception of two, part-time. Like, they were very part-time. And that was actually one of the keys to my hiring success, was having part-time people, rather than full-time people who were like, needed, needed, needed the job. You know, they wanted the job, but they didn't, you know, and I loved the people that would say yes a lot. That was fantastic. But, you know, when they need a full-time job, this isn't that for you know, right. the average person. And it, it, 
it can create burnout too when people are working full time. They'll end up staying a lot less than they would if they were part time people and they had a break, you know, now and then. Right. So um, the thing is, is that a lot of times with the coaching clients that I work with, and I did this too early on in my business, is I thought I ran my business through the lens of being a staff member instead of being the owner. And what I mean by that is I looked at it from what I would want, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they want. So the key is really to hire people who want what you have. So what I mean by that is if they just have a couple dogs to walk to mm-hmm. start, that they're going to be okay with that and that and they are willing and happy to grow with you as the business grows. And right. so that's a good thing to actually write in your help wanted ad is, you know, to be really clear about what you have. You know, we... If you don't have anything for them right away, you need to say that. You know, we won't have anything for you for the first three or four weeks, but we're going to be actively marketing to get you clients. And so, you know, when you first start working with us, you might only have two to five dogs a week. But then, you know, we're going to be giving you more as business increases. And what you can do, too, once you start getting a few people on staff, When you've hired somebody, you can actually contact the current people and say, I have a new person on board. Is there any dog that you want to let go of, either because you just don't feel that connection with them or, you know, you you don't like the area or whatever? And oftentimes that's a good way where you can get a couple dogs and then make your current dog walkers' lives better because they're doing the dogs that they want. You know, they're walking right. the dogs that they actually connect with rather than not. So you can kind of do some shuffling once you have enough people. And you don't want to take clients away from your current staff. That won't go over well. But, you know, often if you ask them, you know, you may find that some will want to give up some of the dogs. Right. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's 
petbusinesscourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. I have been more open to people who are more part-time mm-hmm. and as um, the years have gone on. And yep. the part that I've now found challenging about that is the logistics. So say you mm-hmm. have a client who gets walked twice a day, five days a week, morning yep. and afternoon. But mm-hmm. someone comes on board and says, well, I can only work 10 to 2, 3 days a week. Uh-huh. So then the shuffling with the keys. <clears throat> And Got sort of it. like the logistics of actually mm-hmm. then like playing Tetris and putting I understand the right boots yeah. on the ground. I haven't yeah. really figured out how to do that. Okay, a couple things about this. One is I want to actually start with the scheduling of dog walkers. What I found in my own business is when I had dog walkers working five days a week, walking five days a week, right? they got burned out and they would only stay with me like six to nine months on average. Right. Whereas the dog walkers that walked two or three days a week and had a break in between, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, would stay with me for years. I had some dog walkers who stayed with me over 10 years. Right. So, you know, continuity is as important as a good hire. Well, and that's no. a good point. I mean, now that you say it, the person who has been, there is a person who has been with me for over seven years. I'm not quite sure how long. Yeah. And that person has not been five days a week. Yeah. Um, so going So now that you say I, it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It took me a while to figure it out, too. <laughs> so that's the first thing. You don't actually want to have, you know, the same dog walker walking five days a week, especially not twice a day. That's 10 walks with that same client. Dog walking can be a very monotonous job. Right. It's the same route. It's the same dog. It's the same house, you know, over and over and over again. Whereas if you have a break in between, it kind of shakes it up a little bit and makes it more fun. So you want to avoid burnout with your dog walkers. And the way you can word this with clients, because clients are going to want that same dog walker. They just get loaded, you know, understandably. So the way I, I worked with this was I let clients know that, you know, we have two dog walkers to walk. We have one on Tuesday, Thursday. We have one on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And this is going to benefit you. I'm saying this to the client, right? This is going to benefit right. you because if one isn't available, let's say the Wednesday walker isn't available on Wednesday, the Tuesday walker can come in. And then I, you know, as I got bigger, I also had backup dog walkers. So every dog was trained on it with at least three of my dog walkers so that I'm okay, yep. swoop in. And you don't need to worry about that too much now because your staff is smaller. But as you get bigger, you'll be able to create that kind of emergency backup system. So that's really, really important. Now, if it can be more complicated with this client, let's say, who wants you twice a day 
you know, Monday through Friday and you have a dog walker that's 10 to 2, you know, maybe they can do the morning ones, but they can't do the afternoon, you know. Right. So, but maybe the Tuesday person can do it, you know, just temporarily until you find someone to do it. So there is still going to be some shuffling that's probably going to happen, but if you can really focus on just having dog walkers walk Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, and ideally that they're available to cover on the other days, if need be, you'll be golden. You really will. I mean, no guarantee that they'll stay 10 years, but, you know, they'll stay a lot longer than if they're walking five days a week. Now, going to the keys, I'm going to recommend with these clients, especially the client that is five days a week, two walks a day, that they have a lockbox for their key. So that's going to make it a lot easier. And the way that you can deal with that with clients is you can say, you know, I really want to recommend a lockbox. We do have one. There is a $25 deposit, which you pay. And then when we get the lockbox back, we give you your $25 deposit. So you'll want to buy a few lockboxes so that you can actually, you know, have them. And then give it to the walker and they can go ahead and, you know, leave it at the client's home. I've thought of that. And I, so I have two clients right now who are twice a day, five days a week. And I have been terrified to suggest that, that, you know, what if the, I mean, because it's not Grand Central Station, but we're in Boston, it's an urban area. And so what if the clients say, no, that's, that's just unacceptable. Well, they might. And then you have to think of another solution and we can talk about other solutions. But most will actually be really excited about it because if they get locked out, they're going to have that option. Also, you want to word it. And so you want to remind them, you know, if you get locked out, you're going to have that. (laughs) And the thing is, is that if for some reason those two walkers aren't available, there's yet another way for that third walker you maybe is the emergency backup if you need to be, although I don't recommend the owner as the emergency backup. But, you know, or a neighbor, you know, will be able to come and swoop in. So, you know, it's a benefit to them in a lot of ways. And, you know, you can hide it under something or, you know, in a pot or something. It doesn't have to be in plain view on a doorknob, you know. Right. Yeah. But... I think you'll find, and also the more confident that you can word something, the more likely it is that someone's going to say yes to it. Because if you have hesitation in your voice Mm -hmm. and concern, they're going to pick that up. So I'd actually encourage you to role play this conversation with someone, either your wife or somebody else, so that you you can get used to saying it it'll be easier to leave this on a message machine or talk to them on the phone than it will be to write it in an email. Although, you know, once you get the system down and, you know, if this eventually becomes the way that you run your business, which a lot of pet sitters and dog walkers do this, they only use lockboxes, then you can absolutely, you know, write it in an email. But in the beginning, I'm going to encourage you to have the conversation with your clients. Even though email would be easier, you know, for you, because you wouldn't have to 
have that confidence or, you know, the fear doesn't come through. But, you know, this if you can really think about it being a benefit to them, that will help you speak more confidently about this. I know. I just feel like I'm, I'm guiltless because I feel like it's a benefit to me. Um, yeah. Because, so, you know, because they're going to say, well, you've been doing it all along. You know, you've been doing it for years. Yeah. So fine. Why now? Yeah. So ideally what we want in our relationships, whether that be working or personal or romantic, is to have win-wins, right? Right. It's not just a benefit to us. It's not just a benefit for them, but it's a benefit all around. And right. so I can tell you this, having worked with thousands at this point, sitters and dog walkers. There are so many that do this and clients are actually really thrilled. They're like, why didn't I think of this? Okay. It, you know, this actually reminds me, it's a very different topic, but it reminds me of conversations that I've had with coaching clients about raising their rates and they're right. super terrified to do it. And then in the next call, they've done it. They've sent that email out. You know, super courageous. They're really scared, and they push that send button anyway. They feel the fear, and they do it anyway. And then they end up getting these messages back from clients saying, I've been waiting for you to raise your rates, you know, or I love you, and I would pay whatever you charge, you know. And granted, there might be one or two that are like, forget it, I'm out, you know. But more often than not, you know, in the next call, they're like, Kristen, this actually gave me an opportunity to experience so much appreciation with my clients in such a, like, I was not expecting that. I was so scared to raise my rates. So you may feel that too, you know. No, I think some, it's very similar, and I haven't yeah. raised my rates, and I, I've done it, like, incrementally in, like, the teeniest, tiniest yeah. baby steps, like, nano steps, because and not across the board, and not for all the, the clients who have been with me for years and years and years, because yeah. I'm just terrified. I know, it's scary. You know, I just so you know, darling, I want to just be really frank with you here. I never got over my fear of raising rates. I wish I could say that, you know, at year 17, <laughs> I did, but it was right. always kind of not terrifying. It was terrifying in the beginning. Terror is a big word, you know. But it was, it kind of freaked me out every time I pushed the send button on the rate increase email. But the difference was that I felt it and I did it anyway. And, you know, the thing is about raising your rates, it's profound how much more money you can make. If you have, I was just sharing this with a coaching client recently. And I share this a lot, actually, on webinars and things like that around raising rates. But let's say you have 10 Monday through Friday dog walking clients, okay? Just 10. You have a lot more than that, I'm sure, okay? Right. Yep. 10 Monday through Friday dog walking clients who use you once a day. And you raise those clients $2 more a walk. Guess how much that is over 52 weeks with that 10, those 10 clients? Any idea? Oh, I should have, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have my thinking cap on. I'm That's sure you okay. know the answer. I do. $4,800 more. Which is a fair amount of money. $5,000. Yeah. That's 10 clients. Imagine if you have 50 that are the same. That's 25000 more a year without doing 
any more work. Well, if you put it that way. Staying the same. Nothing has happened except you've taken like five minutes to copy and paste the rate increase email that I have on my website. Yep. (laughs) You know, copy and paste all of your email addresses or send it in your software system. So it might even only take two minutes. And you right. can make $25,000 more if you have, you know, 50 clients Monday through Friday. Well, that would be a game changer. Yeah, totally. So, and the thing that happens too, darling, which this may really light the fire under your butt around raising rates, is that the longer you go without raising rates, the more money you're leaving on the table. So ideally, you want to be raising your rates every one to two years to keep up with the cost of doing business. But if you haven't done it in five or ten years, you know, then it's going to take you so long to catch up. I mean, you'll be able to catch up in a way with your new clients because you can raise them whatever you want if they're willing to pay it. But your existing clients, you don't want to raise them more than $2 a walk or visit per rate increase. Right. And And you want to wait a year to raise their rates. Every, you know, you don't want to... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I did, I, I raised the rates for new clients, and I raised the rates for clients who went less, so like say they were getting five days a week, and then they went down to three uh-huh. um, or four, whatever. If it's less than five walks a week, I said, okay, well, then I, you know, we're going to raise it. So those mm-hmm. were the baby steps that I <laughs> took. Good. Um, well, so... I'm going to give you an action step here. So I want you to go to my free stuff page at Six okay. Your Pet Business Academy and okay. scroll down and there's a link that says how to write the perfect rate increase letter. Okay. And you can copy and paste it. It's got a ton of rate increase tips to kind okay. of get you over the hurdle. And you can copy and paste that. There have been so many pet sitters and dog walkers who have used that exact one, and that's the one I used in my own business too. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I really want you to do it um, before the end of this month. And you need, here's a tip about raising rates. So you want to give clients at least a month's notice. Mm-hmm. So the sooner actually that you send it out, you know, you want to have it, go up. So if you sent it out by the 15th of January, then you could raise it February 15th. Right. Scary stuff. I know, darling. But you you can handle it. You've been in business for 10 <laughs> years. This isn't your first rodeo, you know? I think, I think the reason that it feels scary now is that the market is so flooded with providers. And while I'm confident in the that we provide top quality and that's yeah. You pay more because you're you're getting a top quality service. I think that that there is this sort of fear that there's, you know, just a yeah. flood so, of walkers out there nowadays. It's true, but nobody is doing it just like you are. Like we right. all have our individual ways of running our business. And yeah. you know what I heard you say earlier is that you get lots of calls. Right. And so the reality for you actually is that you're flooded with calls. Not that the market, I mean, yes, maybe the market is flooded, but you're flooded with calls. So, you know, I would really 
stop looking around at your competitors and start putting the blinders on your own business. Yep. Because the more we're looking, oh my God, scarcity, that's what we begin to attract into our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have the gift of a very successful business. You know, you just do. You've been in business for 10 years. You've got more clients than you need. You do need to hire, but you're going to work on that. Right. And this could be a game changer year. Like you said, that's a game changer, but this could be a game changer year. You get the hiring in place and, you know, you could double your profit by the end of this year. And you raise your rates. Right. (laughs) It's incredible when people start raising their rates and then they start looking at their net profit. You know, the month after they've raised their rates, they're blown away. Yeah. And that's going to happen for you. And then, like you say, I mean, I guess I am worried, like, oh, no, it's too late. I should have done all of these things five years ago. And so, (laughs) yeah, I get it. I get it. It's always going to be too late, though. Once we figure it out, it's too late, you know, kind of. (laughs) But it's not real. That's just our thinking. But I don't know if you've heard the quote. And I just, I love this quote because I think we all go there, like, it's too late. I missed the boat, you know, whatever. So, and it, you can think about this when you think about hiring, too. Like, the best time to plant an oak tree was 20 years ago. The next best <laughs> time is today. Right. You know? It's like right. saving. It's like trying to lose weight. You know? Whatever you want to change, if we make a change starting today, we've begun the process. And then it's incredible where we are in six months or a year. You know? Right. And so you might want to start really looking at your business and your life from the end. And by the end, I mean like by the end of this year. So it's January now. Looking at it, like where do I want to be December 31st? You know, what do I want to have happened? And what mindset do I need to have? Not only action steps. Those are super important. But what usually comes first is a different mindset. You know, getting out of scarcity thinking and really thinking into, you know, my business is abundant. I am super successful. You know, like you're you're actually, when you're in scarcity about your business, you're actually living a lie. It's not true. If you're yeah, I mean, I think the truth, you have a very successful business. I think that I have a six and a half year old and I think sort of now is the sort of, I haven't felt that I had the luxury to even say, well, where do I want my business to be Mm -hmm. in December? Because I've just been sort of treading water. I don't know if that's a little too bleak, but no, I understand. Yeah. You know, playing a little bit more on defense than offense Mm -hmm. and sort of Mm -hmm. just being like, well, okay, this is good enough because I also have my hands full with all this other stuff. And then now that the other stuff is, you know, maybe uh, backing off a little. Yeah, I do. I I sort of use that as a, a way to like not really be mindful about the business. Yep. And the thing is, too, when you hire more people, you will have more time. You know, you you will. So that is another, you know, fire under the butt, too. 
to do it. You will have more time. And, you know, your kid is probably in school now, right? Exactly. So, so that's yeah, different. Yeah, so that's the difference. That's different this year. First grade? Right. Yeah. So, but, you know, part of you might just need a rest, too. That's a lot to raise a kid and a business. Well, I, I yes, of course. Like, who doesn't yeah. want to rest? No, yeah, but I mean, but you know what I mean by that is consciously giving yourself a rest, like as a reward for hard work. You know, how and, do you do that? Well, maybe you set aside a week where you you know you block it off now, and maybe it's two or three months into the future, but it's on your calendar, and then you're setting your your life up to create that. So. And I do need to end this call in about one minute because I've got a yeah, class I'm teaching in a bit here. But I just want to leave with this, this example from my own life, okay, of like making a decision and then things falling into place and taking action. So I realized that I really wanted to travel. I hadn't traveled right. in many years. I right. missed it. So much. You know, I had done a lot of traveling in my 20s. And, you know, and then when I had a business, it was like having 10 kids, you know. I felt like I can't travel anymore. And that just made me so sad and depressed to think about that, never being able to travel again because I had a business. And I started kind of playing around with that. Like, is that true that I can't travel? What kind of lie is that? Like, that, you know, I don't know anybody that has a pet sitting and dog walking company that's traveling for months, but why can't I be that person? Mm-hmm. Why can't I, like, set that up? And so I just kind of imagined that. And I did have managers at the time, and right. at that time I was also working only three days a week in the business, in the pet sitting business. I was still coaching a lot and writing and all that. But I asked my managers, I said, would you guys be willing to manage for me while I live in Bali? And they right. said, yes. And I bought my ticket the next day for nine months from that date. <laughs> and it was a non-refundable ticket. I was like, I'm <laughs> going to make this happen. And I'm going to kind of corner myself. Like, girl, you're getting on that plane come hell or high water, and you're going to make it happen because you're not going to be able to get that huge amount of money back. Right. And I did. And it was a push, you know, nine months to set up your business in your life to go away for six months. That's a lot. But I did it. And my business ran. I made more money while I was gone than I had ever made working. It was mind-blowing. So, you know, it's powerful when we give ourselves these deadlines. And I talk about this a lot when I'm working with somebody who's got a full-time job and they want to dive into their business. And I'm like, don't just cut bait and you're full-time job because you need that financial support, but do set a date by which you're going to quit. Mark it on your calendar. Put a big red circle around the date, you know, and then it's amazing what happens when we get committed like that. Things start falling into place. And this could really, you know, by marking that on your calendar a week off, maybe you go on a retreat and your wife takes care of your kid, you know, Maybe you really need that to, like, get right. away on your own without your cell phone or anything, you know? So 
Well, I know you need to go, but I, cause I, what I wanted <laughs> to say was that when I was on your, a different seminar of yours. Yeah. But I think I heard you say that though, even though you had these managers when you were in Bali, it was like still always on your mind. It was. It's um, true. You're right. It was not, I wouldn't say it was always on my mind. There was a heaviness because it was my business and I had 35 staff members back home and right. a thousand clients. And, you know, it's like, I don't have kids, but I'm imagining when you have kids and they're 18, they're still on your mind. Right. Even though they've flown the coop. Like, my business right. had flown the coop. You know, it was yep. in college. Yep. But I, it was still on my mind. Yeah. So th- it was like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All well, right, thank dear. you so much. I, oh, um... I really appreciate your taking the time to talk with me and talk through a whole variety of subjects. Oh, you're so welcome, my dear. I mean, I think what you're going through, a lot of pet business owners go through, and I don't mean that to minimize what you're going through, but just to let you know that you're not alone, you're not. Like, I hear this every coaching day, you know, what you've talked about. So... But you can make shifts, and I'm confident that you can. And the hiring is going to be a big part of that. Setting the vacation date is going to be a big part of that. You know, really beginning to take care of yourself. Right. Yeah. (sighs) Lots to do. I know, but lots to enjoy, too. Yeah, lots to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, my dear. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thanks. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this segment of the podcast. I want to remind you that you can go to the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 41. That is number 41. Again, that's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 41. And on the show notes page, you will find a link if you want to sign up to apply for a coaching session on the podcast. You can also go to the show notes to find out more about getting a private session with me that will not be released on the podcast. And there's also a list to my books. And again, I want to remind you that I am doing a book photo contest starting March 1st through March 31st, 2019. And you can submit a picture of you with my book. You can submit a picture of your pet with my book or one of your client's pets. The only rule is that you can only submit one picture. So pick the one that you like the best. I will be having pet business owners vote on the winning pictures, and there will be three winners. And the winners will be announced some point in April. And part of what you'll get with me for the winners, the first place winner will get a free coaching session with me, a free 50-minute coaching session that will not be recorded on the podcast. It'll be a private session. You'll also receive products with me and you'll be able to pick whatever products you want 
and I'll be sharing more about the total <laughs> of those products. And there's also a link to find out more about the photo contest in the show notes. So again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 41. I hope you have a wonderful week, everybody. Thanks for listening and take good care. Bye. If you want to take what you are learning in these podcast episodes and actually apply it in your own pet business to not just listen to these segments, but actually have your hand held through the process of taking your business to the next level, you'll want to check out the Catapult Anytime Access Pet Business Program. It's a four-week online program that you can attend whenever you like and wherever you are at in the world. The Catapult program will help you find and hire great people, provide inexpensive and free marketing ideas that will help you get your ideal clients, and support you to remove the blocks that are standing in the way of you taking your pet business to the next level. And that is just the beginning of what Catapult's about. It comes with a 90-page Catapult guidebook, interactive class recordings, and a private Facebook group to support you in your next level journey. To find out more and read testimonials about what past Catapult graduates have experienced from attending the program, visit sfpbacademy.com forward slash catapult. That Six Figure Pet Business Academy, sfpbacademy.com forward slash catapult. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.